When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. Russ and my hammers, Lemon. Hope you're all safe and well. For this channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of any time we put new videos on. Today's guest, well, to be honest, we could have probably done it probably in the Harrow, couldn't we, really? Because um, <laughs> Andy only lives around, around the corner, we just found out. But uh, it's Andy Miles. You'd have heard it. He's on Twitter all the time. Bless him. He's uh... a. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Andy? How are you, man? Yeah, mate. I'm very good, very good. It's been a long and long three months. I'm. Uh, constant hard work really it's nice to have four or five days off now I'm off until Monday so I'm just looking forward to relaxing really but with my job being an IT engineer it's been a bit non-stop people coming in the office going home going in it's like the hokey cokey at the minute so but yeah. it's finally nice to just have some time off to be honest Oh, that's good. And you're right. It's uh, probably for, for you guys, it's like you're the busiest you've ever been because everyone's gone online now isn't it? and working from home and stuff like that yeah no absolutely it's just uh, obviously you can understand for from a certain aspect it's all all changed from oh everything's different you need to connect to a vpn you need to do this yeah. and everyone's just looking looking a bit all confused but the, the main issue is is we've been doing software rollouts as well so people have been at home and we've been upgrading their office and <laughs> god knows what else why they're at home as well so everyone's been in a bit of a dilemma but the project's nearly much done and that's why i'm having the time off now to be honest oh too right too right too right and, and apart from that you you're all you're all healthy and safe and, and and well at the moment mate oh uh, yeah yeah absolutely a touch with no one close to me or family has has had the virus which is which is a, a bonus but i've known a, a few people who who have and it's yeah. especially in our borough it's very high still isn't it so uh, and, and redbridge so around us um yeah i've taken precautions I'm, I'm a bit of a social boy love to go down the pub if if we're playing away and stuff and watch the games but to be honest the last six weeks i've sort of kept my head down and i've only been out a couple of times for my birthday and that's about it i'm sort of yeah. being good to be honest safest way to be i think mate you know it's for you know is a it's a bit of a, a bit of a bitch having to not you know go out so much but as you said it's to that it means that you're you're safe and well mate that's uh i think we can all sort of take that sacrifice for a few months if it means you know for the greater good isn't it really and uh yeah and it is but you know as you said it's it's the away games isn't it that's that's because that, people used to go into the pub during the away games and stuff and uh yeah we'll, we'll see what happens i mean it is what it is and it's nothing we can do about it that's the trouble isn't it you just got to sit tight and carry on isn't it really to be yeah. fair yeah no absolutely um uh me and the fat uh, well on saturday uh, sunday running around like an idiot on the equalizer but normally you'd be with your mates and you know that feeling or even at the ground and everything and it's just not surreal but i think next door probably wondered what the hell went on when <laughs> winning on sunday but 
Yeah, no. I know. My my mother-in-law, she was FaceTiming my daughter and and she just heard this massive scream and they, they came running in and thought I'd, uh, you know, turn my ankle or something like that. And it wasn't it was just like that. It's just man who just, just buries a 35-yarder in the top corner in the 94th minute against Spurs. That's a, but, yeah. I've seen, I've seen the polls. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, probably over 100 times. Really? I've watched, yeah. I've relived the last 15 minutes on uh, Sky Sports because the game was recorded as well, just to, just to see it. But it was just, it was just the togetherness of the players. And like, like, like Declan Rice said, that's one in a million, isn't it, when that happens? Yeah, yeah well, it is. I think it's, it's, I think it is a record, isn't it, from being 3-0 down with, 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 the, with 10 minutes to come back to draw. It's definitely a Premier League record. I think we, we obviously, we've done it before. We did it against West Brom. Do you remember we were 3-0 down at half-time and then there was the famous Scott Parker, um, you know, team talk, which Colton said yeah. they'd make you cry if you heard it. Um, but have like 10 minutes and just, but even, even with 10 minutes to go, we hadn't scored. I still felt we were still in the game. It was really funny. It was like, it's, you know, usually yeah. in, in, in sort of many times for West Ham in my life of supporting West Ham, you're three nil down or whatever, even two nil down. You think, ah, oh, that's it. That's we've had, we've had our beans. We've done it now. But even at three nil down with like 15, 20 minutes to go, you think, do you know yeah. what? We can still get something here. And um, just yeah. how different the team is, isn't it? It's just, it's, it's mental yeah. really. Yeah, no, absolutely. We was just saying in hindsight, you never know. That might have been different. But if Pablo scored that goal, that could have been the winner. Can you imagine that being, yeah. I know it was good to get the draw, but can you imagine that even winning it with that seconds to go? Oh. But like you said, it could have been if Harriet didn't hit the post or Bale didn't score. But that's what, yeah. that's what, that's why we love the Premier League. And if it was just, can you imagine being there, what that would have been like. Oh, with mental. And, that, and that's why we love playing Tottenham, isn't it? Because it always, it's always <laughs> Tottenham. It's always Tottenham. My Tottenham fans, you know, I've been talking to them obviously before the game and they were like, Oh, they're just depressed before we even started because they like hate playing West Ham because like we know what's going to happen and even at three 0 yeah obviously you got a text but they didn't get as many so it's almost people were still a bit not too sure I just keep watching I just keep watching Tottenham fan TV those two lads your uh, brothers and, and someone's done it with uh, with Tom. From Hammer's chat on the right, on the left, and oh yeah, I saw that. that. coming because Tom put his took his top off, and oh, I love it. But that's the fun. That's that's that is what football is all about, isn't it? And now more than ever, we need a bit of laugh like that. And it's yeah. nice to you know, it's it's all banter in it. It's nothing, nothing nasty about it. It's just um, it's just one team. You know, we know we know Spurs are going to end up being fourth or fifth in the in the league, and we'll be about twelfth or thirteenth. But for that sort of like two, that sort of three or four day. Period, period until the next games we can sort of gloat and uh but that's the same with us. That's, what we, that's what we live for it's our cup final isn't it yeah it is our cup final <laughs> but actually you know people joke it's our cup final you know it's like it's like <laughs> you know we know that we know west are going to turn up three or four times a season we just don't know when that is and so you have to watch every game yeah. um and and it was just it was just written in the stars, wasn't it? And it's just frustrating because we've had two of them. We've had obviously the Tottenham game and the Chelsea game last season, where if we had fans there, it would have just been another 60 percent, you know, joy. Um, but yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, but yes, but, roll on City. That's all I say. Roll on City. There we go. We'll it's do half them. twelve, isn't it? On Saturday, is it half twelve? Like early one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early one, and uh, yeah, we'll do them. And you know, we did all that without our. Nigerian wizard, a Nigerian Algerian wizard. Rather, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really, I'm looking forward to see how he does. Uh, I know I'm. Yeah. Um, I work in I work in Wembley, so um, a majority of the time, and a lot of them are Brentford fans. Yeah. And they were just saying you're getting what of a player, but I can't sit there and say I will sit there and watch a championship. But the couple games which I've seen, he, he does look the real deal. Yeah. So hopefully. He's a, he's a good highlight real player. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know, because obviously he does all the tick tricks and tricks and flips and when they do like a youtube clips you know it's like of, of a player it's like it, it looks really good and uh i just think we need someone that we know we haven't had a maverick player since maybe since probably arnie really that sort of like guy who could just you know because antonio he's he's just power and pace isn't he he's not going to beat a man with trickery um and and we like a tricky player don't we we like a we like a pie or you know lanzini was that player until obviously he got yeah. injured and um, but yeah, but, but he looks. Uh, but but Manu, he just. Uh, we was just saying, he just looks so much sharper. He looks like he's lo lost a bit of weight as well. 
he yeah. just looks like a different a different player and even if he becomes half of what what he was we've got another great player for the squad so hopefully hopefully yeah. he does turn his corner no i agree do you when you watch the games andy do you have the crowd noise on or off oh i have to have it off i have yeah. to have it off and that's and that, that that like I said during lockdown when I do the fan cans on West Ham fan TV and stuff, that's when you really notice the leaders now. What we've got in the start starting, yeah. I know we've got deck. You know, I know you got deck, but I, Angelo at Bonner really surprised me. You don't yeah. you you hear him really shout and Fabianski and stuff like that. But I think I think we've got a great little right back now of Kufal. I, I like him. Yeah. I really do like yeah. him. So it, it's it's um. It's just the leaders what we've got, and everyone seems to be hungry. I think a few years ago, everyone thought I'm in the starting eleven now. Mm. Everyone's got to fight for their place, and that's that's the good. Yeah, thing. no, it's true. It's true. There, there is contenders all over the place, and it's like you know, even someone like Antonio, you know, what you've got. I mean, obviously, hello, hello, took a good knock because he wasn't in the squad, but still, you know, you've got a forty million pound player, you know, on the bench, and. And you know he's going to get his chance soon, and I'm I'm looking forward to him coming back because I think him and I think Ben Rama as well. I just think there's a nice little, you know, because we, we, that tricky. It just he I just think it will work really well, and you know, I'd, and it's good to have that as an alternative rather than play, you know, you know Antonio up front, bless him. But what I like about Antonio now is where he used to always do those pointless runs, you know, where he's going to run for a ball in the corner. He doesn't do them anymore now. It's almost like he knows that he um he almost knows that you know he's got to conserve his energy a little bit it's like on a computer game isn't it you don't do yeah. you don't go full pelt all the time you sort of pick and yeah. choose when to do your x your x your zx 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 a bit more and and that's what happens and uh now yeah it's it's nice to see competition you know even when like ben rama came, came in you know it's not given that he's going to take for now's position because for now's is you know doing well at the moment and yeah i think kufal's good um and yeah, it's just the only thing that, that that does worry me a bit is is just, and I think everyone gets worried about you know a couple of injuries and I think you know and again it's such a West Ham thing you know rather than enjoy yeah. the fact that we've won two games we've come back from three 0 everyone's always West Ham fans are always pessimistic always waiting for a couple of injuries and then going told you so told you so we didn't yeah, buy enough players. My only worry is the central midfield more than anything else. Yeah, obviously Mark. Mark will even tell you if he he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to play for example two games in in five no. days or whatever if if we did get an injury but where does Suchek get he's well, even Bowen four nails that's the young hungry players who can just run yeah. all game and that I think that's what's got us through a lot of the games to be honest as well definitely definitely and I think just having uh, said, that midfield with Suchek and with Rice together they just really complement each other um, and you can see Rice's his performances, it's no surprise that, that, that he's uh, performing at a higher level than he was when Mark was his partner. I think, I think it's fair to say, you yeah. know, I just think he's, you know, he's got, yeah. he's not so reliant on clearing up and working, you know, behind Mark. He can, you know, with him and Suchek, they, they have an understanding. One goes forward, one hangs back and, you know, and it's, it's great. And I just think it's, I just, it, I, it just, it's, the team just seems to be working at the moment. It's just I just didn't realise until this season. I sort of noticed it a bit. Is Dex passing accuracy the way he can just yeah. ping a ball from left to right? And Masawaku's got a great touch. Bowen has and stuff. You, it's not like they've got to take a couple of touches. They can just bring the ball down and just continue attacking. So that's really nice to watch. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice to see that, and there's options as well, isn't there? In terms of, you know, Boeing seems to be cutting inside more, and Antonio drifts out to the left, and you know, it, there seems to be a. It just seems to be working at the moment, and you know, it's fortunate that it's working when we're playing all the all the all the big teams, isn't it? Really, because you know, it's where everyone's like, oh god, you know. I remember looking at the fixture list, and everyone's like, oh, we're not gonna get our first point till was it November or something like it? We play Fulham. That's the one I'm worried about now because it's like, that's the game, you know, we're going to lose because yeah. it's West Ham. <laughs> no, um, West Ham. Uh, these two games are, are a lottery. We've proved that we can yeah. do it. Yeah. And it's horrible. What happens to Van Dyke? And obviously with, without Alisson, maybe that Liverpool game would be Halle's game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That could be the one where he can come that's in and make shout. the difference. But, yeah, because yeah. Liverpool got this dodgy goalkeeper, haven't they? Um, some Spanish goalkeeper. I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, 
No, I, f- I, f- I forgot his name as well. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's a good point. I forgot. Uh, you know, I totally forgot it because I'm I sort of one game at a time. It's always me one game at a time. Yeah. But you're right. You know, and and you must have think that someone like Antonio is licking his lips at the prospect of Liverpool without Van Dijk. Van Dijk's possibly the only defender I think in the Premier League who can contend with um, Antonio. You know, because he, he's obviously that good as a defender, but. Yeah, I think City will be shitting themselves about Antonio at the moment. Oh no, hundred percent. He's 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 just a beast, and I got a bit worried when he come off. But like they said, it was just precaution on his hamstring. Yeah, that's the trouble for someone so powerful. He's so fragile at the same time, isn't he? You just know he's he's just that one injury away from being out for three months, and uh, touch wood, it doesn't happen. For another um, few games, at least. Yeah, no, we'll never get him, but that's what we said. Can you imagine Adama Traore and Antonio yeah, on the same well. team? What that would be like for power and pace, but, well, you never know. But yeah. that, that would be a He's, he's be the a only dream. one I've seen who's manhandled him, you know what I mean? When, when we played Wolves and he pushed him off the ball and stuff, and he's the only man I think in the Premier League could probably do that because um, he's just he's our, he's, he's our man mountain, isn't he? He's an absolute unit. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll we do yeah. nostalgia. We left. We leave all the all the <laughs> leave all the all the commentary, you know, commentary stuff to West Ham Fan TV and Amazon channel. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. we do nostalgia. So, Andy, the first question I always ask people is, and we've only we're only fourteen and a half minutes in, so that's not a bad first <laughs> question. Is why is West Ham your club? Why are you a West Ham fan, mate? I think it's the same as everyone, mate. Everyone in my family is a West Ham fan. No yeah. real choice of the <laughs> choice of the matter. Um, and it, I think that's just nice that you don't have the mixture as well. It's like, obviously not in this current situation, but it just brings back memories. The FA Cup final, the player finals. I didn't go to the pub if I, if, if we weren't. At the, you, you just get everyone together and it's just like one big family. And it's, it's, it is what it is. And I think uh, when I have kids, it'll be exactly the same thing, no yeah. matter what. Exactly the same as yours. You're a West Ham fan, and I've, I think yeah. you don't really get that no more. Really, it's a lot of a, a mixed bag, and it's 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 nice to have a, a a bit of banter. But when when West Ham suffer, the whole family suffers. It's not like yeah. one person of the family's like happy after the weekend's results. So, but no, it's it that, that's that's just the the way it is, mate. It's on both sides of my family, my mum and my dad's side. Yeah, me too. Uh, majority of West Ham, except for, for two, which are which are Gooners, but and you don't uh, talk to them instead, as well. No, no, no. But no, that's that's pretty much it, mate. It's it's pretty straight, straight, straight down the line, and um, we've had more um, more downs than ups, but yeah. I'm still young, so hopefully I've seen more ups than I have. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing, and and I think it's you know, and I really think there's you know there's by doing this now, over you know, over you know, two hundred and something interviews we've had on, and and it does come across that West Ham fans are a different bunch. We are a different bunch of fans, and I think because we've had more, a lot more, you know, thin and thick, a lot more ups, a lot more downs and ups. We obviously really appreciate the ups even more. So obviously Sunday is a is a classic example. I mean, if you were a I don't know like a Liverpool or a Man City and you you've what you've beaten te- you turn teams over all the time and yada yada yada, you come back from three 0 Yeah, it's good, it's exciting, well done. But then on to the next game, we we'll still be gloating for another week at least, you know. Until, you know, and, yeah. and that's the, we enjoy those highs so much, and I just think. You know, and it's character building. That's what I told my daughter. It's character building being a West Ham fan because it just proves you don't get everything you want, you know. But when you do get what, what you want, make sure you cherish it because you never know when that's coming back again. And, uh, you know, it's uh, and it's lovely. As you said, we've more, you know, with these like families like yourselves where you're sort of much born into it and, you know, you haven't got much choice. Um automatically you can understand you can get the heritage you can get the history from talking to your family and your dad and your mums and, and, and uncles and aunties and things like that so it's all it just keeps the you know keeps the memory of west ham going doesn't it rather than you know yeah. palming off and becoming a chelsea fan and and you know being a plastic because just because they won something you know what i mean it's just no i i, I just I, even if we don't win it i, I was just saying like, i just want to die out of Wembley again like yeah. Even even if we don't like you, the likelihood is you're probably over recent years you're probably going to play at the top side. I know Wigan have obviously won it and stuff like yeah. that. But it's just a, a day out at Wembley. You can 
I know that's not part of the trophy, but the fact that you can say you've been there in a cup yeah. final, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's stuff like that, but you, you just don't know. You just don't know, but you've just got to, uh, the thing is I've learned is I was very lucky. Obviously my kids or future members of the family never, never don't know what Upton Park is. I was very no, grateful. Yeah, 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 it's true. So, so I, I think that's, I, I miss it. I miss it every day, but obviously times have changed, but that's something which I've got in my heart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that I've been there, I was there on the last, the last day I was there when, um, like the, the winner against Chelsea in the last year, like you can't, you can't write them. Do you know what no. I mean? So, so no, like I said, mate, it's just family thing and didn't really have much choice on the matter. No. Yeah, I know, me neither, to be honest. But, um, and, and you're right, it's, it is about memories. It's about, it's about sort of looking after, but you know, it is, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, for my daughter, she doesn't know, she doesn't know West Ham played at Upton Park. You know, she's, it's London Stadium and, you know, you have kids, it'll be London Stadium. And, and, and that's, and that's it is, you know, and it's, it's sad, it's sad, but it, you know, it's, it's indicative of modern football, isn't it, as well? You know, there's not many old school grounds anymore now, you know, even like, you know, I just think, you know, even if you look at someone like, obviously, Highbury and the Emirates and yeah, Spurs' yeah. ground, although it's in the same, it's not the same ground, is it? It's like, it's expansive yeah. ground. And it is what it is, isn't it? But I think, um, yeah, and because of West Ham, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you could, you know, one season they could win the league or lose it or get relegated and neither would surprise you as a West Ham fan because it's just West Ham and every, it's just so unpredictable. That's why I love them because I just think it's just yeah. every game, anything can happen. <laughs> But, but you just hear like ex players, they'll go, Oh crap, we've got to go to Upton Park yeah, like years yeah. ago. And now it's not, it's like nah. a carpet. <laughs> London's yeah. that, like, again, it's, yeah, I agree. And I think it's, it's uh, again, I just think it's indicative of modern football as well, in that, you know, you have, you don't get those, those tight ground. I mean, Bramall Lane's probably the, maybe Turf Moor. Um, yeah. and, and they're sort of those old fashioned type games, but, but then you still talk, but then even people, people call them old fashioned now, do you know what I mean? And it's not, yeah. they're just like, they're just traditional. And again, people assume traditional means then obviously they're not marketable and because, you know, they, cause they're old fashioned and it, it's, it's, a, it's this sort of ongoing cycle in it, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, we'll get back to them. I'm, I'm sure we will. You know, the fact is, I think, I think to be honest, I think we've got a good man in charge. I really think Moy's in charge. I just think he's what we need at the moment. You know, we need that, that mm. solidarities. We need, he's got a great, you know, with Piercy and, and Nye and, um, and Nolan and, you know, the boys yeah. there, he's got like some, a proper coaching staff, which we if haven't he, had for a long time. If if he does if he does to West Ham what he done to Everton that's all what West Ham fans ask for. That's all we want, yeah. We just want eleven players on the pitch who are going to put their art in. And to be honest, the guys he's brought in, and the, the change in mentality as well from some other players, is self evident. You know, self evident how he's he he's got that sort of working mentality going. And you know, even someone like even someone Masuaku. I mean, look at Masuaku. You know, you know when he came back. <laughs> I mean, you know, when he came back, he was a bit of a joke player, weren't he? I mean, I remember Stel yeah. and I, you know, he'd, he'd take the mickey out of him and stuff. And, you know, when, when he came back from in, international duty, potentially injured, we were shitting ourselves. You know, it's like, but three months ago, we wouldn't have given a crap if that Mark, <laughs> if he came back, because he'd have been a squad player on the bench. But he is, he's, he's become this, and even Cresswell as well, isn't it? These two, they, you know, they've become integral now to you know and it was like aaron was like everyone used to hate him and you know and it's, yeah. it's how football turns around it's this game really funny yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and um, even antonio you know even antonio bless him he was you'd put him on the right wing and he'd try and he'd, but now he's he, again he's integral to the team um yeah, yeah no but, I've, i saw some mad stat on of creswell's got the same assist as james rodriguez now yeah yeah and Crazy, that, like, do you know what I mean? It's mad to think that he's a left centre back and he's got that man. Again, it shows, shows the changing nature of our game. You know, we're we're definitely um, we're definitely a nastier team. We're definitely a more physical team than we were before. You know, people did see us as a bit of a pushover, but we're quite physical now. You know, and, and I think that's no small part to to Nolan and, and Piercy and, and Alan Irvine as well, and Moisey, obviously, because they've instilled. You know. It's like Kevin Nolan. He always used to do that thing where he stood in front of a goalkeeper and just would block the goalkeeper run. 
always he was like our bastard you know and and now antonio does it you know and he obviously he's got a lower center of gravity you know how many how many times are we scoring corners now and from crosses and that didn't happen until you know the payet era really was was when we last scored consistently from these situations yeah. and for us yeah. Aaron Cresswell to score to score and be more than Hamid <laughs> Rodriguez mental but no the thing is what made me laugh was it was like the, the last free kick before Manu scored I was like we put Snodgrass on Snodgrass should be taking yeah. it it's not do you know, do you know, and I was just like what, what's going on but obviously yeah. hindsight is a great great thing but that, that's what really that's the art the only reason technically why I thought he was coming on for the deliveries but that's what Cresswell must have moved it but no, it's but, great. Yeah. It's... And also, yeah, because it all changed, isn't it? Because, because like, obviously when Snoddy was out, Bowen was banging these crosses in like they were brilliant. And and then and now Cresswell was doing it, and it's just like it tells them it, it shows to me they're working on new things during during training sessions. You know what I mean? Because they're trying new things, and so different people. Are, you know, also like like uh, Masuaku was was doing like long throw-ins. Well, when he when he knew how to do, it. I couldn't believe he. he gave away a foul throw like, fucking hell you're a professional football player any kid knows you put two feet on the floor put your ball behind your head um but even him doing it so they are trying new things and it's really nice to see um and and we, yes but you've got to keep doing you got to keep developing the team don't you you've got to keep developing the game plan and stuff and that's what we need now i think is now we need that second game plan so if the back three don't work so like you know to be honest i was i was surprised that they kept they kept it going that formation throughout that whole that Tottenham game because you know we were getting overrunning midfield quite quite obviously yeah. um but to be fair they did it and they, they closed the two in a little bit more so they were a bit you know yeah. you could tell that Sufad was a bit sort of didn't really know where to go and the runs because the way Tottenham were playing and stuff but hey fuck it we got a point in it that's matter. and me and my cousin were talking about a month ago even before like we started doing well with that it's all hard uh, if we played this system at the bowling I reckon we would have got more points. Yeah. You know, if yeah, you had someone like, like Ginge, yeah. Ginge Reed and at Bonner, like Antonio, mm. he was a full back then and Creswell when he had the leg. Like, do you know what I mean? We would have had that more stability, but obviously that's yeah. just like, I've never realised just how good this formation actually is. No. Yeah. And again, it's a bit, it seems a bit, not old hat, but it seems a little bit different because obviously, you know, the way the formation play, the other teams play free up, don't know, they play the, they play the, the 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 what they call them, the inverse wingers or whatever where they can just yeah. cut inside and and it is quite you know it's a relatively sort of different formation i think you know keep going it keep using it until until people think you know figure it out then do something different you know that's that's the way to do it if it's if it's not broke don't fix it you know what i mean so yeah uh, I, think, I think sheffield united have been found out this season yeah yeah well they, they always would be to be honest i think yeah. they always would be and yeah. i'm, I'm you know, I reckon, yeah, pretty much the bottom three are going to be the bottom three come the end of the year. Um, I'm, I wasn't really worried about us. He says, touch wood, but, you know, some will be <laughs> in May and we've got relegated. But I've always been, you know, our, our one to 11 is a good, is good 11. You know, it's a, it's a mid table yeah. top 10, 11, I think. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that the bottom three are going to, I think Fulham's going to struggle. I think Sheffield United are going to struggle and I think Burnley are going to struggle as well. So, um, and and yeah, West Brom as well. I think they'll be the four. I think uh, it's just the goals what we're scoring. We've yeah. ten goals in three games again. It's mad. Yeah. I think West Ham scoring that amount of goals and different goal scorers as well. We're yeah. mixing it up. It's not like we're just relying on one player. So that's the main positive. Right. What I mentioned exactly. And and you know, and I've spoken to people on the channel before, and you know what I like about this team is there's no, you know, obviously the fighting and they never give up, but. Also, there's always looks like there's a goal in them, you know, whether it's a free kick or a corner or Suchek runs in or Antonio just blasts past the you know, the centre-back. Yeah. I remember, Christ, you know, back in the bowling days, you know, when we had fucking Mike Newell up front and people like that. And, you know, there wasn't, like we, you know, we lose to Leeds. I remember losing to Leeds like 3-0, I think. Bless him, I think it was Jonah and, and Mike Newell up front. And... We didn't look like we was gonna. Hit. I think we got to get shot on target that day, and it was pissing it down and depressed because there wasn't a goal. But now we yeah. just seem to have goals everywhere, which and even like Balbrina popping up and know. you know and and Noggy. So um, long may it continue. So in, yeah. enjoy, you know, we need to we need to enjoy these times while we can. You know, it's like my 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 work at the moment. We're doing you know sales are doing all right, doing well, and so yeah, my yeah. CFOs is like enjoy it because you know you'll be 
because sometimes it's not that nice and it's not easy and it's like football as well. Yeah, it's like no, enjoy absolutely. it while you can rather than be, you know, worried what's going to happen. But like next. you said, we've got we've we, we've gone through the heart. Well, no, no games easy in the Premier League. But like you yeah. said, no one thought we would have got seven points so far this no. this season. So like you said, I think it's just we just need to turn up against the the, the teams around us and below us, yeah. and then then we'll be right. definitely all right. You're right, and and I mean Saturday's a free hit, isn't it? Really, Saturday's a free hit. You know, we're you know odds on. You know, if you're a betting man, you know you pretty much you know we'd put you know Man City to win. Um, so it's a free hit, and we're at home, and so have a go, in it, and have a go and see what happens. And same with what's name, same with Liverpool. You know, they're free hits, really, aren't they? Really, you you assume you're going to go to Anfield and lose. Um, so have a go. Have a go, and I think now with no fans, you can do that now. Um, well, let's just hope know. we keep our hundred percent record. We've won twice on BT this season. Maybe it's third time lucky <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> uh, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Early start though. Show trouble these Saturday yeah. days. I don't like them. Um, right. Okay. Let's move on to your eleven. And I know yeah. you've been. I know you've been. You know, it's been sleepless nights, um, cold sweats. Uh, yeah. waking up in, in the middle of the night shouting out oh, there's no place there's no place for Shaka Hislop um, so um, we'll, we'll put you out of your misery and get through it so you don't change your yeah. mind and do a last minute change right so yeah. as I said the only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play otherwise yeah. we'd have all put the same ultimate 11 together it yeah. would have been more person, but we didn't see them so yeah. That's basically our, our point of reference is somewhat different um, to them guys. So, okay, so let's start off in goal. Who's in uh, goal for the Miles 11? Uh, this is the easiest one uh, for Good. me is Rob Green. Yeah. Um, growing up um, around my age, the great escape what we've done and the Arsenal game just springs to mind. Um, the penalty saves, what he used to do for us and, Getting us up in the championship, there was really no other choice. To be perfectly honest, mate. Yeah. Um. I, I just loved his mentality. He always put a load of effort in and stuff like that. So yeah, I can't really grumble. To be perfectly honest. So yeah, it will have to be. There's, there's just no real. The only close one what come to mind was David James. It's only yeah. because he was he was just a bit of a nutter, and uh, I just sort yeah. of like that in a goalkeeper. He just used to come out and jump for things and stuff like that so yeah um robert green for me in goal mate. yeah yeah sounds good and that's the thing about about someone like robert green he, he sort of goes against the grain a little bit doesn't he because as you said most goalkeepers are nutters and he was so the other way he was so reserved and so you know um yeah he wasn't wasn't sort of like he said wouldn't flap wouldn't be like adrian or david james or ludo and go out and, and flap for a ball he was quite it was always very reserved and and but what i like about him is he didn't mind taking the piss out of himself do you know what i mean because obviously like when he had england number six stitched on his gloves and you know it was like you yeah. know england number one he goes like six you know whatever yeah. i used to love that because i just think you know to be honest football yeah. is it's, it's entertainment and you should enjoy yourself and even yeah. now yeah. you know even now he's just you know just like <laughs> and stuff and i love that i love players that take the piss because you know like him or like something like crouchy or someone like that you know because why not? You know what I mean? He's like you, you're lucky enough to play this game, and you should have enjoyed it and enjoy it afterwards. I mean, obviously, like people like Jimmy Walker and stuff. You know, they're again same time. Yeah, he was close. I, I totally forgot about him until uh, I saw when, when he done the eleven with you. I was like, I forgot. Yeah, he, like, he's, he's just such a but character. He didn't even pick himself. He picked Rob Green anyway. So you know, what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you got an opportunity to pick your eleven, and you don't pick yourself. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, he's a good man. Yeah, no. yeah, but Greeno, good shout. Okay, are we we playing four at the back. We're playing four four two. Or are we playing no, uh, to, to, to get everyone who I wanted in i'm doing three four three oh so like very very attacking very all attacking right. all right let's go with your first of your back three then uh there's only one man and i just love him to this day thomas rebka thomas yeah I, I i he's this this back three is no nonsense back three to be perfectly honest um yeah i, I I just, I just, lo- I just loved him, and uh, even these yeah. first three games when he got sent off, it. But he tried, you know what I mean. But then I just begun, begun to love him. Obviously, he stayed during the uh, when we went, we got relegated, and he got us back, back promoted yeah. and stuff like that. But it's, just, it was just his <laughs> no nonsense. And it's like, well, you may beat me for pace, but I'm just going to take you out. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, just, yeah. You know, 
Yeah. But he just tried, and uh, the, the best highlight was I would just love for him to score in that playoff final oh, when he yeah. hit the post. Yeah. That would have, that would have just been the the icing on the on the on the cake when that happened. But no, I just I just love him too. He's now I follow him on Instagram and just random, photo, and it's just like yeah, that's 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 Thomas. Do you know what is I mean? He still so in yeah, prison? is he out of prison now? No, he's out of prison. He's out of prison. That's what I mean. He's, every, become, more, he's become more of a West Ham legend after he's retired. <laughs> he's done, isn't he? He's just, oh, I love him. You got to try and get him. You got to try and get him on an eleven. Yeah, just message yeah. it. <laughs> I'll try. It'll be the craziest. I've heard some stories. Honestly, we had, we had some great stories of him. And uh, yeah, we had um, we had Mick Clifford who tried to interview him. We tried. No, he tried to get him to sign his shirt. It was. Not, I think. We, I think I posted it like yesterday like on on Sunday with him manager. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was. He was. A, he was trying to get him to sign his Czech Republic shirt, and um, he was adamant that it wasn't his shirt. He goes, no, that wasn't my shirt. I play number two, and I play with short sleeves. And he was like, Thomas, this is your shirt. No, it was number five with long <laughs> sleeves. And he's got a photo. He had a photo to prove that it was his shirt. Anyway, so he like hands it to like, I think it was, I think it was Burn, or it might be Hutchinson or someone like that. He handed it to, and they basically, for breakfast, they put it on his seat when he came down for <laughs> breakfast. And he saw it, and then just went absolute ape shit, and just stormed upstairs, like swearing and stuff, and didn't get the shirt signed after all. But yeah, he's he's a he's a nutter, but he was our nutter, wasn't he? And he loved yeah. the club, and I think you know, um, obviously that famous the last game where everyone he started crying when everyone started singing. I you know I honestly don't think that he's had that reception ever at any any club he'd been to. So um, that's why it was. No, so, I think I think I think so what more to do with it was. Um... He knew that he wasn't the best player, but no, we didn't. knew that he tried. And I think like players who do that stand out more than the players with the total ability. So yeah, no, I loved him. So yeah, yeah. Good, man. Um, who's next? Man? Next, Ginger Pele. Oh, um, it's no nonsense, isn't it? Bloody yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What can I say about the man? I just, I, I just loved him in a claret and blue shirt. Even now, obviously, he was on Soccer AM the weekend, or even when he's on punditry, he still goes we. He still yeah. refers as as West Ham, and 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 that that's what I just love love about about him. I, in my opinion, I still don't think it's too late. I think he deserves a testimonial. I think I think yeah. he deserves he, he deserves one there, and that and that that relationship what he's got with the fans, obviously, that was his last game at Everton, that was as well, and he, he was just no nonsense, and you know as well when he goes up for a corner. He'll probably score as well. He scored a few goals for yeah. us as well, and he 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 just he just put his heart and soul in. Obviously, he had a couple of injuries, but that didn't didn't affect him. I know a lot of players now um, don't really play with injuries. Like he said, he had like swollen ankle or whatever, but he just wanted to play, and you, you don't get many of them no more. And that's that's oh, why I love don't. him. You don't, and I just think. And uh, the the fact that he did his really did his retirement sort of post on Instagram and and said oh I'd love to wear the claret and blue one more time uh, and say goodbye that's a bit of, that's, that's an open goal for it for for the for the club in it that's an open goal you know get him yeah. the first game back that the fans are back he comes on the pitch half time that's an that, that's an easy one isn't it that is an easy one you know and so well uh yeah no i agree he, he's um he was just and, and and to be honest i don't i'll be honest i don't really remember much of him on his first spell but when he came back for his second spell when he had the, the bald head and the beard he just was a more west ham player do you know what i mean he was more yeah. rugged and yeah. um yeah working with richard dunn as he'd done for a couple of years at villa that, that, really made a difference to him yeah, no, absolutely, and I think that relationship where you had, like, he, he, if no matter who he played with, it, he didn't feel out of place if it was no, Reed yeah. or Tompkins or anything like that. And he could put, and he could ping a ball as well. He loved a bit of a long pass as well, which you don't really, don't really see nowadays. But yeah, now Ginger Pele is the one in the centre. Um, who's, the, who's the third one in this? In he's this, he's uh, changed positions. I don't know if I can get away with this, but I'm thinking because I've got all the flair, I'm putting Dixie as a left centre half. Yeah, I think you can. I mean, we put Cresswell left centre left centre half yeah, now. I think Dixie yeah. would do a job there. Yeah, no. The, the very reason why I thought was he's my penalty taker for the team, so yeah. I, I, that's the main reason. And I just think, um, yeah, what can you say about the man? Obviously, I when he when he retired, I was only nine or ten, but 
even watching it then, I, you, you just knew who he was and yeah. the no, no, no nonsense tackling. And when he come back on the, the coaching staff as well, you could just see how much it it mean mean to him and his family. And um, I'm, I'm happy that he's with with Slav at West Brom, and I hope they they do stay up as well. And he, he's he's just like you said, it, you don't really have many. We've not fullback positions is what we've really, really, really struggled with, to be perfectly yeah. honest. And and I think he's probably in what over ninety percent of everyone's team. I think, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah he's quite high up. Yeah, he's quite high up. But uh, no, yeah, you're right. He's, there's not much we can say about him. He's an absolute legend. And and again, you know, all of all of them back three, you know, they'd put hundred percent in. You would not criticise their commitment at all. And and that's what we want at West Ham, isn't it? Just yeah. an eleven, he will put hundred percent in. It's not your fault if you're not technical enough. Uh, but you know, if you put on that clown and blue shirt and you lug your guts out, then you're all right. You're right with us. Yeah. And then occasionally right. you get someone who does both, who's technically fantastic and then plays with their art. And Julian was one of them because he was just yeah. a good player. Um, right. Okay. So we're going to your four. In midfield, then who's going to be on the left, the left wing, left midfield position? Uh, D- Dimitri Payet. Nice. Um, th- this is why I put Julian in because I know that he'll have to do a lot more defending on that side, <laughs> side with, with uh, Dimitri there as well. Yeah, the eighteen months when he was with us, their memories what are going to stay in my stay in my yeah. my memories for the rest of my life. Really, to be honest, mate. It, it, what game? What you just knew something was going to happen, and I've the was going through moments when when I was down in the pub before lockdown, and I remember that game when he come back after his injury. Yeah, and that that, that was literally the place was rocking Upton Park, and I think I think it was a Liverpool game. I couldn't remember, and I think like his first. Yeah, something like his that. first touch, he just done like a nutmeg or something yeah. for like Treswell. He was on the yeah. bench, right? and they were chanting yeah. Come on. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And um, no, the the free kick, the the Palace free kick. I've yeah. still to this day. I was in the Bobby Moore, and I was like, God, that's a big wall. And then all of a sudden, you just hear the post and the cross. <laughs> I was just like, What? What the <laughs> hell happened? Yeah, but. The, it doesn't really fit up there in many of the goals, but where I sat in the Bobby Moore Apple was the goal we scored against Newcastle, the first one straight in the top corner. I was just as soon as he as soon as he lined up, it, I, I was up. A lot of people around us, we just knew that was in. And what what else can you, you say about the man? To be honest, he was. He was I, can't say, I mean, he was he was just phenomenal, wasn't he? And and uh, it's it's sad that I don't think we'll have. I mean, it was it was an honour to see him play for West Ham. I think a player that good in his prime. You know, we never, very rarely get a player in their prime at West Ham. It's always they always bookend their career with West Ham. It seems, but he was for those eighteen months were arguably the best eighteen months of his career. And as he said, you know, he got him into the French team. He then became a star in the Euros, and again, you know. When was the last time that was a West Ham player be the star of a tournament? 1966, maybe. Um, and so, no, he was just amazing, amazing player. And, you know, he was technic- he's technically the best player I've ever seen at West Ham. And I think probably, probably ever will do just because, well, maybe, 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 maybe Mr. Ben Rama might, might, might change, you know, that'd be, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But yeah, no. you never know. But I just think uh, he's, he's brilliant. He was just an exceptional, exceptional talent. And, yeah. you know, it never happens at West Ham that you get a player that all your mates want who don't support West Ham. No, 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 absolutely. 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 Right. Where okay, would you go like me to go? Let's go, right. let's go the other wing. Let's go right wing, yeah. Uh, Trevor Sinclair. Um, nice. I'll just, he was just the one for spectacular goals as well. Not only his work rate, but his spectacular goals. Um, I've, I was going through the old season reviews, actually, <laughs> try and work out who, who my 11 were and I was like oh my god that's a, another Sinclair goal another Sinclair yeah, goal and it's you never seem to score no. a tap um, it's always no. like as you said, like a little bit something special with him he was a great player yeah and what I love as well is uh, him on TalkSport as well he the passion yeah. what he shows for the club as well is the same as Ginge and a few others you, yeah. you not really any other clubs you see someone as passionate as stuff like that um and um, no, nah, there's nothing. He, he, he's a trier. Obviously, he can run as well. He's got a bit of pace, so I thought, yeah, as well. That's that's the main reason why he, he just sits in there as well. And 
Um, he, can, he can cross the ball as well. So for my my strike, my, my front three are going to love the delivery from Trevor Sinclair. So yeah, no, he's cool, man. Yeah, he's just a he's a top bloke, top top bloke. Even now, you know, what I mean, <clears throat> obviously we've had him on the channel, and um, no, I I love him, and he's a nice bloke. We you know we get on very very well, and you know, yeah, it's crazy to think like like five months ago, I I didn't know any of these players or any of these people, and now they're uh-huh. like, you know, it's mental. But he's like you know out of out of everyone, he's just the one that he's just really, really, and you know, but and because you've mentioned him, we'll get a retweet. So yes, there we go. <laughs> Very good. We'll get a like and a retweet from Sir Trev. Bless him. Um, right, let's go into let's go into the middle. Then who's going to be yeah. your third player? See, I think I've may have over the top and had got too many leaders. So the yeah. first one is Scott Parker. Yeah. So now my spine and midfield is is a lot of leaders and a lot of shouting. Um. Now, what can I say? What can I say about this person? So it seems like I'm repeating it. He kept us up. <laughs> he, he was yeah. the only. He, he's the driving force. Yeah. Yeah. The passion, what he showed. Um, the, the, he, he's got the legs. He got up and down the pitch. Uh, I still don't understand why. I, I think you said it as well on the channel. How he wasn't captain for us. Yeah. Weird. Right? <laughs> um, it, it, I, I, I didn't get it and. I think Zola made him the. I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't have the ability or anything, but Zola was the, the driving force to to how he was, in my opinion. I think yeah. Zola sort of when he played for Charlton and Chelsea, he was more of a holder. I think yeah. Zola sort of gave him the freedom to be like go and express yourself, and I think I think I think that's that's what's done it as well. And like you said, like we said earlier, the the West Brom game, the speech is what he does, and. Even now, you sort of, even uh, uh, I think even some West Ham fans got emotional. His interview on the Fulham when he got yeah, promoted. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, because you know what a nice bloke he is, and and yeah, that was that was just that was all heart. Do you know that was just that was unfiltered. It was there was no media training. It's just like pouring his heart out, and you know I don't just think West Ham. I think any footballer, I mean any English, because he played for England and stuff like that, and Chelsea fans and stuff like that. But I just think and Charlton as well, sorry. And but for me and Spurs, unfortunately. But yeah, but for me, I just yeah. think he was he's he's brilliant. I just think he's a throwback to that old age of football that people play because they want to play. They love the game. It's not all about the money, and you need that. You need that balance. You've got your Pep Guardiola's and stuff who, who earn lots of money and, or, you know, yeah. Mourinho's who will flitter from club to club and pick up a paycheck. But Scott Parker, you know, he, he does it for the love of the game as well. And um, no. just, a, just a man. I think he's brilliant. Absolutely love the man. I'd love to see, yeah, no. him. Love to see him at the dugout at West Ham one year. Yeah, you no, know, it's, just a, it's just... It's just a shame. You never know. I doubt if it will be this season, but it would have been nice to see, like you know, when bringing Fulham back as well to see what kind yeah. of reception reception he he, he, oh, would, he get would get. As... Yeah, outstanding. He he get an outstanding reception. You know, yeah. Of course, there were the people who, who didn't like him because he moved to Tottenham after he'd left West Ham. But you know, that that's my biggest bugbear is 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 the, the the lack of appreciation for Scott Parker from some some fans because I just think. You know, you talk about West Ham, we talk about who we want. We want players who are gonna fight for the shirt. We want players who are gonna who are gonna be sorry, my daughter's here. Okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> she communicates via text, so bless her. Um but no, yeah, so you know, Scott Parker, you know, he he we talk about players who play for the shirt, play for the badge. He did right up until he left. You know, in yeah. fact that you know, even the, the day before he was playing against he was playing away at Watford in the championship for us. Yeah. And Scored yeah, and still gave hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And that's all we ask for for players. And so when when someone does it, and then they go and try and better their career. Like now, it's like the the adverse thing is, is with someone like Deck. You know, we're almost almost wishing him out the door now, aren't we? We were You're like, oh, yeah. if he wants to go, he can go, and good luck to him. And da 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 da. Scott yeah. was trying to do the same thing, isn't it? He was just doing the same thing to further keep his career going and yeah. and. and maintain that England's career and stuff like that. But anyway, rant over. Okay, Scott Parker's in. Who's he going to partner in the middle? You must end? have known who's going to partner with Declan Rice. Oh, do you know what happened all the fucking time? I, sorry, I didn't mean to I always do that. And I talk about someone, I can't remember who it was. Literally, I every player I'd spoke about was the one they picked. They are, yeah, Mr. Rice. Let's talk about Mr. Rice then. Well, he's just a 
leader. He's, he's just, what else can we say? He just reminds me of of Joe Cole when I know we went down. Hopefully, I hope we don't go down. It's sort of the pressure, sort of the arm. But I think he wants the armband as well, and he just puts a hundred and ten percent in. And even even for England, them two games, I thought he was one of our England's better players as well when he played. And it's just the energy and stuff what he puts in. And uh, I I know he's not a West Ham fan. Obviously, he's a Chelsea where all of his family is. But like, in my opinion, I can't see him leaving for another at least another couple of years, especially if we're comfortable and. F- and fighting because he's got. Yeah. If he goes to Chelsea, which is probably his likely location, I think they will convert him into a centre back, and I, I don't think he'll enjoy that either. I think centre midfield is is the way to go for him, and I just I just like his, he's like I said, one hundred and ten percent his energy, and I've I've never seen a person so young speak so well after the press, sort yeah. of under pressure again, wasn't it, when the the game that we lost. Denmark, even even stuff like that. So yeah, I just can't really speak highly of him, and I think a lot of uh, players have got respect for him. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the fact is, you know, when when Mark wasn't on the pitch, there's no question it was going to be Declan was going to be the captain. Do you know what I mean? And the guy's 21. You know what I mean? He's he's young, but he's still played 100 Premier League games for us already. But he, it, it, there was no. It just shows you the, the the makeup of the man. You know, the fact is, we we didn't even question this young lad taking the taking the armband because he has an incredibly old head in his shoulders you know he reads the game very well you know i remember watching him on the under 23s at the stadium and he he was head and she was obviously set back at the time but he was head and shoulders above everyone because of that leadership it's such a rare commodity now you know we go, go for that team and, and you said there are a lot of leaders Nowadays, you don't get a lot like that, particularly young lads, young English lads as well, having that leadership quality. You know, I wouldn't, you know, you think, you know, people like Foden and, and Mount and Grealish, they're not leaders. They're, they're not like old school John Terry-esque leaders. And that's what he is. You know, I think that's that's why, obviously, Frank has got this being his bonnet about putting him into a centre-back, which I totally agree. I think we, I think the Premier League and England would lose one of the best midfield players in the world at the moment. He really is. I can't think of anyone in, in his position who is, is is playing at a level that's, that, that, you know, maybe in La Liga, maybe one or two, but, you know, his role is so unique. Um, there's no one out there, I think, who's, who's playing at his level at the moment. I really don't. No, neither do I, mate, to be honest. And if you look, even in the Tottenham game, I know they were overrun there, the extra man in midfield. But he always had space, Rice, when he had the ball. Yeah. He always makes the... You don't really see that. You see a lot of players go and hide and just try and mould in. Do you know what I mean? So, no, that's the... that's the mate, that, I just I just lo- love his passion as well. And that, that celebration, even when Manu's goal, did you see his shock? And I, I yeah. think he was hugging Pablo and stuff like that as well. I know everyone was going mad, but... Yeah, but, but yeah, and, and you're great. When he does his interviews, because he's still young, he hasn't had that sort of enthusiasm beaten out of him yet. So he's like interviews are so refreshing because they're not stock footballer interviews. You know, once they get to you know, and hopefully they don't sort of knock that out of him. You know, in terms of media training and things like that, because literally it's it's so enthusiastic, like a boy at you know on Sunday league. Really, yeah, oh, it's great. I'm buzzing. Yeah, you know, this type of thing. Then you ask another player who's maybe more experienced, and they give you that the party line. Yeah, well, the yeah. boys played well, and you know, just, there's nothing interesting. But with Dex no. interviews, you know, you're going to get like and just unfiltered joy or or desperation and. um you know, and he, that's how he, we feel as fans. And, and, I, uh, and I think the main reason why it's there is David Boyce as well. If, if there may have been someone else in charge, I think he may have gone as well. I think he likes the, the, the thing what Moyes is doing as well, and hopefully it continues. I agree. You know, when we scored, when he scored that goal last season, um, yeah, first player we hugged was David Moyes. You know, and you know he had, he's got eleven players and ten other players on the pitch. He's got all the bench. He's got da da da. But he ran straight to Moise and gave him a hug. That that to me yeah. shows shows the effects on him. And um, and you know, I I agree. I I, I can't see for him uh, unless obviously we get a city a city sort of you know bid coming for a player for the player. Um, there's no need to get rid of him. Because wow. there's no need for him to leave because he he's not silly, I, you know. As I said many many times, and he knows that 
you know, Mark has an easy an easier time than some players, I think, at West Ham. You know, if Mark plays a six, we'll put him down as a seven, you know, yeah. just because he's Mark Noble, because we know he's going to try. And, um, you know, he, I mean, he's been there. Mark's been there in around the first team ever since he's been at West Ham, since Dex's been at West Ham. So yeah. he knows the effect that he has around the pitch and around the club and around the squad. And so I just think he's... If he's clever, he'll he'll stay with West Ham for a few seasons and maybe even longer. Who knows? But he'll be a massive fish in a small pond. He doesn't need to yeah, leave no. for England, does he? he doesn't need the no. only thing he needs he he you would lead for would be to to win silverware. Precious. But to me, yeah. not many people do unless they play for maybe three clubs in the Premier League. You know, no, think absolutely. how many other players that are playing and who don't win nothing. Um it's like, you know, we talk go through our list of legends and you know, the modern day. I've never fucking won anything, maybe part of the Interstate Cup. You know what I mean? It's like so, and we stick <laughs> yeah. to them to be legends, and so they've had a yeah, fucking good career. And yeah, yeah. we'll see. Right, all right, but Decky, let's go for a front three. So let's go for the left of the front three then. Uh, Paolo Di Canio. Um, I'm playing him a bit out of position, but I think they could all um, alternate if if they wanted to the front three. Yeah. Um, what else can we we say about Paolo? <laughs> he's he's just he's just a West Ham through and through kind of person, really. Um, yeah. Growing up as a kid, I always had his on the back of the shirt. Um, the goals he scored, the passion, and the the interview. What I watched because I was watching the season review was the one when we went down, and that's when I saw a different side to him. You just think of him as a no nonsense, a hundred percent passion, but the actual emotion, what he showed, as well, and um, no, nah, it's it's just it's just one of them unique players who was very we we're very lucky to see like Pyatt, the the, the ability he had, the effort, the effort, um, you can't really fault him to be honest. No, you can't, and and he was just, and that's that's why. And people ask me my favourite player is the Pyatt was my favourite technical player, but Di Canio was my favourite player because I think he wasn't as technical as Pyatt. I think that's fair enough to say. But he had that emotion and that passion. And I think you need that to be a West Ham legend or be a West Ham, you know, in the upper echelons of West Ham, you know, folklore, because you need to have that passion. You need to have that connection with the fans. I don't think Pyatt had that connection. He was a good player, yeah. but I don't think he had that connection. I don't think he had that passion. And maybe because he's Italian and just the, the yeah. way he – but he would entertain us. Do you know what I mean? Pyatt would entertain Absolutely. us with football and his skill and his free kicks and, and his Rabonas and, and his pirouettes and stuff. The Canyon would do that, but he'd also entertain us because it would be a theater, it would be a show when Paolo plays, wasn't it? You, you could you yeah. get the Italian flair. You'd get the, the songs. You'd get, you know, the, the – the, the, you know, where he would throw his toys at the pram because he got fouled and flamboyant. And that's why we love him. And that is why we love him because he yeah. was just all that. But, um, but you could just, you could just put, you could do 10 highlights off the top of your head, what it was yeah. like. And the test, Mark Noble's testimonial, you just couldn't, <laughs> you, that was just uh, an amazing, um, amazing day as well. But I think it was the Man United game live on Sky when he come back to Upton Park. And it was like just before the kickoff, and it was like uh, I don't. I think even Bubbles was playing, and Paolo Di Canio was louder than Bubbles, where he was at right in the corner, and he was just like on par. Like, do you know what I mean? He doesn't make yeah. it very. But um, I wasn't very lucky enough to go and see his interview at the in Barking, but someone actually recorded it on the replay, and obviously the, the interview what he done with West Ham Fan TV, and that that just shows that that side of him as well. And he's the he's exactly the same. Who says we? even yes. referring to West Ham as yeah. well. So, no, I can't. Yeah. It's a story Nicky always says when, you know, he was in, when he was backstage and and then Paolo turns up and he turns up, you know, looking like a million dollars and, and Nicky, you know, probably put a shirt and a, shirt and a pair of jeans on probably. They need to, to dress up a little bit. And, yeah. um, and he said, Paolo, you're looking great, man. And he just literally went, I always dress up for my family. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That is it, you know. It's probably a lump in the back of the throat because, particularly, yeah. you know, you know, it was it was a stage of his career, you know, where he was he obviously got banned for the show, you know. And again, you know, it's typical West Ham. We never would have got him if he didn't push over the referee. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's it. And no, I just love the man. I just think he just brings so much passion for someone who's not from round these parts. Just got the fans. The fans got him. Doesn't happen very often. 
Doesn't and the fact that as well, what I love as well, is the way Chelsea and Claire guys, I still speak to Paolo regularly. That's just great as well. Do you know yeah, some players, does, yeah. when they leave, they just like they just go off and do their own thing. But that, that's a good thing as well. So He does, yeah. He does. Yeah, we, we, we're, we're in, we're in discussion. One day, one day we'll get him. He'll be like my, my big one, I think, at the end of the... Well, not the end, but when we hit like, I don't know, 500 or 300 or something like that, we'll get Paolo. Although he looks... He likes he likes a bit of money, so that's the trouble with Paolo. So, yeah. if everyone would like yeah. to subscribe to the yeah. Patreon, that will <laughs> yeah. help, help to the Paolo. I actually haven't done it yet. I actually am, to be fair. Oh, by right. the way, <laughs> oh, don't worry, man. We're not going to be able to pay where we don't have that. Right, okay. Well, um, so got Paolo in. Um, who's going to be your next one, mate? Dean Ashton. Nice. Yeah. So I've gone for the skillful players, and now we need a big man up front who can hold the ball up and bring the other players into play now. Um, yeah. I don't think, I know we've had Jack Collinson and stuff like that. I've never felt sorry for a player so much with his injury than this man. No, it's just, I, I think he would have been a Harry Kane. I don't think he would well, have left either. He'd have, he'd have pissed on Harry Kane's chips, you know what I mean? In terms of a player, he had everything, Dino. Everything. Yeah. I've never known a player to be so bow-footed and the power, like, even when he went through on his left foot at Upton Park, you knew that the, the net was going <laughs> to, it was going in the net. The power of what he got in, and um, yeah, unfortunately, he, just, he got his credit for England, and then yeah. and then and then that happened. But um, no, I, I still like him as well when he's on Talksport as well, and he, he he says it how it is as well about West Ham. I know he wasn't there as long as where he was at Norwich and and stuff like that but he's another one who I, I i think he's got a lot to give on the coach i don't know what he's actually when I, when you see him every now and again he says a bit of coaching but i think he's another one who could really get be good coach to a yeah. kid do you know what i mean he's he, the, the, yeah. the technical ability and the movement and stuff like that he just reminded me to be honest it sounds he, he just reminded me of a quicker teddy sheridan he was yeah. that kind of player great shout. yeah and um yeah he's He's just one in a million, and I thought we got that gem. What gem? What was it? Seven million pound or whatever it was. And yeah. what 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 money well spent that would have been? Because I don't even know how old is he now. Is he what thirty four, thirty five? So it's just mad. It's just mad to mad to think. And some of the goals, what he scored, like the when he got us to the um, Man City away in the FA Cup. That was that that was my main yeah the main one. What's what sticks to mind, but. Obviously, the overhead kick at Old Trafford. So even in his short career, his goal ratio was ridiculous. Oh, he got for he, he was brilliant. He was. I, I just thought he was such a such a rare find to have a player who could do everything as a striker. And it was a tragedy. It, but it was again typical West Ham, smallest fucking player to play for England. I think that's yeah. sure my Phillips was. And he hobbles our yeah. our striker. And yeah, and. He may not have been around for much longer if he played for if he was wasn't injured. He may have, you know, but he would have been striker partner to Rooney for many years in England and probably Man United as well. Probably, you know, just because it's the West Ham way, isn't it, unfortunately. But um, no, he's a great man. Big fan of Dino. Big fan. Right. Okay, so we've got one more spot. Who's gonna well, get yeah. This was the, this this was the hard one because I was like, but I was like, do I go for a loyal player or or not? But I've went. I went for Carlos Tevez. Carlos Tevez for me. Um, for what he done on that great escape, there's without him we wouldn't have been in the Premier League. That's pretty much I don't. It's not a sound straight to the point. Um, the the goal against Tottenham, what he scored, and some of the goals and his magic. It was just just an amazing player and another player who was very grateful to to play for us. Really, the the, the yeah. one. The one player who was close because I thought of maybe putting Paolo as a, a number 10 was Carlton Cole. Carlton Cole was very, very close. And the reason why is he he, he was he was just a great servant to the club, really. So Carlton yeah. Cole was a, very, very close uh, to get in. But I went, for, I went for Carlos because of his ability more than my heart, to be honest. But, yeah, no, he's um, right. And you're right what you're saying. You know, similar to, similar to Payet, you know, he was... You know, when we played him in the right position, he was phenomenal, a phenomenal player. And again, a player probably playing well, well above his station for the club. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's all like 
Pyatt in terms of you know what he, his impact. It probably you know to be at West Ham, he's sort of you know a little bit below where he should have been. And and, and Carlos was the same. You know, obviously he went on to play for you know City and United and Juventus yeah. and back to Boca. But he was he was a great bloke. And he's, and again, based on you know, interviews we've had with, with players around the time, he was really he he loved being part of the club. And uh, again, you know, he was he was another one who he just got to the fans. The fans got him. Um, and he, again, you would you would never criticise the effort he put into the game because he would always put in a hundred percent. And you know, obviously, I remember that Tottenham game where he scored the goal, his first goal, and you know, until then he was hitting the bar, and one on ones were just trickling past the post, and da da da. And that goal went in the relief, and then he just went in terms of him as a player. Um, yeah, no, that like I said, that was my eleven, but I could have had two elevens. That, that's how oh, hard it was. Yeah. It, 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 it's just so hard. Like, uh, sorry, but going back, the 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 hardest position was obviously because of. Pyatt's ability I really wanted to put Matty Everett in because that was one yeah, of the yeah. players that I loved but it's like for what I saw live of Pyatt it's <laughs> do you know what I mean it's a okay. yeah it's, it's a generational thing as well you know if you stuck with a team I don't know like uh, that that's sort all of championship time where we were sort of you know getting into the champ you know obviously we'd, we'd been yeah. up and down and and obviously Matty was just integral through that period and um, same as you, know, you could probably do three or four 11s, mate. And you know, and it's yeah. and you know, people we've interviewed who've been fans since the 60s and the 70s, they could probably do a dozen 11s, you know. Yeah. And yeah, that's, no, that's, the, that's the way I see it. Where I was born in 91, I've I've sort of got a generation which is a lot easier compared to people, the old people, because they've got yeah. so many years. So I've I'm a bit yeah. uh thankful on, on, on that front because, like you said, I could have probably in because John Hartson, but. I only know John from watching highlights. I don't really remember him yeah, as a West Ham player, yeah, but yeah. I knew how good good he was as well. So yeah, it's it, it's tough, but yeah, no that that was the eleven what I went for to be honest. But it's yeah, very attacking. Yeah, that's good. That's that's what we like. That's the West Ham way, isn't it? It's West Ham way, isn't it? Attacking. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. cheers, Alex. Look, I really, really appreciate your time, man. It's nice, especially with your. You know, a few days off. You know, I appreciate you spending an hour, an hour, God, an hour and five minutes with us. Um, yeah. Time flies when you have fun. Um, so I really appreciate that, mate. And uh, no worries, that, all, the, all the heartache you've had to create this eleven as well. There's been some tough decisions, I can tell on that. But yeah, uh, no, no, thank, thank you very much, mate, for having me on as well. I really do appreciate pleasure. it. Absolutely pleasure, man. Obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, whether it's on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, I don't know, Google Podcast, they probably got one. Um, Alexa, play my hammers 11. I'll do that. I'm gonna do that every every episode because it's gonna really piss people off. Um, <laughs> even on Alexa should work as well. And until next time, for myself and Andy, take care, stay safe, wash those hands, come in your irons, and come we'll you see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. See ya. Bye bye. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.